Welcome to another episode of Behind the Studs, your home improvement and remodeling podcast, where the two most entertaining guys discuss the do's and don'ts in home construction and in the remodeling industry. Remember that you can nail it, paint it, or just tune into the show. How about that? Uh, here are your hosts, Colin Shaw and Jimmy Driscoll. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Studs. Hey, Jim. Hey, buddy. How are you, man? What's going on outside? Farmer's market? Farmer's market. Farmer's, farmer's, farmer's market. market. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's stopping by, looking in the window, and keeping on walking. That's well, awesome. I'm, I'm sure it's gotten out. It's season four, That's episode right. one. That's so, right. I mean, why wouldn't everybody be here? I know. Why not? Right. Because they don't know what they're missing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe season five. Who knows? Yeah. Things, right? things may yeah, actually sure. turn well, turn up again. Right. Yeah. We're very optimistic. Very optimistic, right. yes. <laughs> The Cinderella story of the guys in the podcast. Nice. Studs. Yes. Behind the studs. So let's talk. You know, about in it. retrospect, we probably never should have actually done a YouTube channel. Probably not. Because we gave away what the studs look like. I know exactly. You know, that window, that probably wasn't a good no, idea. No. <laughs> All right. Maybe next year. Cool. Yeah. So we have a great guest joining us today for the show. Yes, we do. Yep. So we have Jordan and Barry, a.k.a. the Brownstone Boys. Hey, guys. How are you? Boom. Hey guys, uh, we're doing great. Congratulations awesome. on season four. Oh, thank you. Thank you. They said we never make it. it. <laughs> yeah, <Here> we are. <laughs> okay. And that was my and that was that was my wife talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she loves me. She does. Yeah. <laughs> so look at these handsome guys here, huh? I know. It's like looking in a mirror. Congratulations, guys, right? on all your achievements, man. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Things are going great for you guys. Very happy. We never get compliments like that. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, anytime you feel a little low down, just give us a haul. Just give us a call. We're always here for you. We'll pump you up. Yeah. That's our job. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about you guys. What are you guys up, up to these days? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, we're up to quite a bit. Um, so we're yeah. out in uh, Brooklyn, New York, kind of where yeah. Brownstone Boys developed. Surprise, surprise. But um, yeah, I mean, our business really started based around our own renovation. Um, so they kind of tie hand in hand. And, you know, we got a really organic start to um, our business. We're project managers and um, interior designers for several um, historical renovations here in Brooklyn, specifically zones. Awesome. And... Yeah, Barry, you want to yeah. tell them what we do on a day-to-day? Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. It's a little, it's probably a little different than most uh, other people that work in the same industries. All, all the renovations we work in are really huge, historic home renovations. We do everything from top to bottom. The client comes to us first. Um, you know, we usually bring in all the professionals, the, the architect, the GC, the engineers, the specialists, the craftspeople, the artisans, everything that's necessary for the entire job. And so we're kind of with them from the beginning to the end. We do, we handle all the design. Um, you know, we do the day to day, we figure out, we troubleshoot all the problems we find in a 150 year old house, which is always. Oh fun. yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, you know, we get a lot of, um, <laughs> we get a lot of uh, emergency phone calls, a lot of, you know, uh, frantic. Yeah. Do you still, still give out your cell number to your customers? We do. No, we do. Yeah. So <laughs> big mistake. Freaking, we, he just, <laughs> He just did today, just before we started the show, and this yeah. guy just called him. It was just like, oh, my God. Ugh. Who is this guy? <laughs> so we do we do uh, remodeling here in yeah. Connecticut. So we that, do you know, houses, how, uh, residential remodeling. I so. don't mean to one-up you guys, but uh, next week, well, two weeks, August 5th, I move into a 300-year-old home. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. So and I'm, I'm doing all the renovations on oh, that man. too. Well, you know. That. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't call me, Jim. Not cool. <laughs> yeah. All my friends have like disappeared yeah. now. They're like all <laughs> just going away. No, 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 no. So how'd you guys meet? Take us back. We met online. Believe it or not. Nice. And, uh, yeah. Okay, really? I know. What a thought in today's world. Yeah. But we met online, and <laughs> you know, after our first date, there was definitely a connection. And we took a yep. bike ride for our second day around Brooklyn. And that's kind of where we discover we share this mutual passion over these brownstones. And we kind of also discovered that we both were saving up to get one. Um, Barry oh. has been very smart with his investments in New York City leading up to it. And I just saved every dollar that I had. I worked several jobs um, oh, wow. so that I would be able to potentially one day buy, I thought, an apartment inside a brownstone. But <laughs> um, after Barry and I dated for a couple months after we went down on this place together um awesome yeah it was a risk yeah. for sure i mean i think we were sure, just sure man seven oh, months yeah, yeah we our, the place our, together. our families thought we were a little crazy but why not <laughs> sure yeah, <laughs> yeah I, well I, you're I, gonna prove them wrong so yes I, if i could I just add to this so uh you know i'm a home improvement contractor also and i was referred by a, a customer <clears throat> excuse me um about these people who just moved into this house and it was so funny that we're talking about we're talking about Brooklyn. Well, the woman, I guess she grew up in East Haven, but she's also from Brooklyn. And we were talking about the architecture because I lived in Manhattan also. And I was like, I was never the tourist guy. I never went to the Empire State Building. You know, I did all this. And then one time I had a friend come over, we went to Battery Park and we were like, oh, my God, look at all the architecture. And, and we're, we're also she says, and the height of a lot of architecture is in Brooklyn. And it was again, like, she's like, like, you can't beat the brownstones. And how ironic I go, hey, by the way, you know, <clears throat> talking about you guys about today. Yeah. But it's so true. I think you have such a, a flair of beautiful architecture where you guys are, where you're working out of. But it is I lived in Manhattan for 10 years. It is, I think, one of the toughest metropolitan cities to work in because of the yeah. traffic, the cars. It's just everything is so congested. And I mean, I know contractors who would just have backpacks on their back in the subway going to a job. And mm. it's just like, yeah. it's so different than out here. Than, you know, we can get a pickup truck and go, you know. Recently, we've gotten, you know, a lot of people will reach out to us inquiring about us taking jobs on in Manhattan. And it's something that, I mean, it's always been a dream to live in Manhattan, work in Manhattan. But we really found this niche of, you know, specifically around Brooklyn and the architecture around there that we really don't want to leave like our community. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Good. Yeah. We live in Bed-Stuy. Most of our projects are in Bed-Stuy and, and we have some in Clinton Hill and a little bit, you know, outside of the neighborhood, but why not keep it close to home? It's yeah. easy to get around sure. easy to get to our projects. It's If it works, don't right. fix it. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's going great for you guys. It's, it's, it's perfect. Right. Yeah. Now, what did you guys do before you started doing uh, renovations? Great question. So, uh, <laughs> so I leading up to us getting our place together, um, I bought and sold a few apartments. I started with a condo. I sold that place a couple years later. I bought a co-op that needed renovations. I, you know, I renovated it. Then I sold that place a couple years later. Then I did that a couple more times, and so. I was buying and selling, you know, little apartments here and there, kind mm -hmm. of 
together every penny I could to get my first one, did a couple of renovations and really loved it and kind of saw how you could improve a place and increase the value of it and that sort of thing. Um, but my full-time job was software sales. So I wasn't, ah, <laughs> wasn't at all. I actually went to architecture school and I'm an, I'm an architecture school dropout. I made it like halfway through and I changed my major to the college of business to get out there and got my degree in business and then went into software sales. So I was, did that for mm -hmm. about years before I found my way back into the building industry and the designing industry. Um, and so here I am now. Yeah, my career kind of started in, the, I'm more of on the design side, but I was, when I first moved to New York, right around 9-11. Um, oh, yeah, it was a time to mm. move, sure. But mm. um, I landed, I was a baker. So I worked at a very small mom and pop shop um, uh -huh. and oddly this bakery got very popular because of a TV show and they were inquired, <laughs> the owners of the bakery were inquired to build out a couple different um, shops around the city. So they were looking for help and I kind of took on assisting them designing their shops. And oh, wow. through that, I was fortunate that I met a lovely couple that owned an ice cream company and they hired me on to help design their shops and they went from three to 16. So I became really familiar with all like those terrible New York city codes. Um, but more <laughs> on the, you know, on the business side, but all along I was saving my dream apartment I was taking on my own DIY projects at home. So when Barry and I met, we kind of realized that this was kind of the set path that, we were meant to do, I feel. That's fantastic. Absolutely, yeah. So you guys are self-taught yeah. doing renovations. We, yeah, wow. we, we both are, yeah. And so we, you know, we, we, we got our place. We definitely wanted a renovation project. Um, we found our brownstone after, I don't know, six months or so of looking. Just mm -hmm. interesting process. And we set out on our renovation and decided that we had trouble finding a lot of answers to questions that we had. And we thought, you know what, if we're having trouble finding all the you know, answers that we need to questions, I'm sure a lot of other people are too. So we're gonna figure it out and we're gonna start a blog and try to help other people get through the same process that we're going through and just share our experiences, the highs and the lows, the things that we learn. And mm -hmm. um, I remember you know, Jordan and I were sitting there deciding to do this. Jordan thought of the name Brownstone Boys, which I thought was amazing and brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, get, definitely going to make sure at least our families listen, to, you know, read our blog. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Good <laughs> luck. Yeah. Kind of like us. Yeah. 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 Anyone who starts a blog, I guess that's, you know, that's what you can at least hope for. Right. Um, yeah. But it, it got it immediately. I mean, with our first post, it, it became much more than that. I mean, it, it, it was picked up by Brownstoner, which is a local, you know, real estate, um, uh, blog and website that's pretty popular mm -hmm. in Brooklyn and so they they wanted to run every single blog post of ours and so then we were not only writing a blog for our own blog but also for them oh, uh, wow. and they're pretty popular in, in Brooklyn yeah. and in New York in general but looking back on it, it was such a good thing because it did give us the motivation to keep going with our blog you know writing a blog yeah. sometimes can be challenging and you lose motivation really fast especially if you're dealing with a heavy renovation as we were but it really yeah. uh, motivate us to kind of keep going and look for new topics and really sourcing out material to kind of well, it's definitely it's definitely nice to know somebody's reading you know and paying attention yeah yeah that does kind of give you some motivation so 
I have I have a question for you, Barry. Um, early right. on, when you were talking about um, you were doing you were going to architectural school and everything else, and then you came to a point where you dropped out. You took a step, right? You basically stepped back and said, "Okay, the I got doors to open here." And it, it, it I'm sure at one point it was kind of scary, right, to make that leap because you made a leap. What did? Because what did you really have after you had an education, but you were like changing gears, yeah. correct? All right. Yeah, for sure. And and I actually wanted to be an architect my entire life, like all, all through high school, you know, all the kids are trying to figure out what they want to do and, you know, having a crisis about it. I knew I was going to be an architect. I knew I was going to architecture school. Um, and that, that was what I, I never had a doubt. And so after being in school for a couple of years, my problem was I, I had to work when I was in, in, um, in college and I, I yeah. wasn't able to, just you know be in the studio with the rest of the architecture students day and night um you literally 24 hours a day which is what you need to do to get yourself through architecture school and so i realized at one point i I couldn't work to put myself through school and do the amount of schooling that i needed to do to, to get through it and so i decided that you know i would change my major to a cut to uh to something that i could handle while working full time Mm-hmm. Uh, just going to the College of Business and getting a business degree. Um, and, uh, you know, I kind of, I guess at the time it was tough because I had to sort of like abandon my dream of becoming an architect. Yeah, but that's, that's right, the kind of right. point. That's just like you totally had, you, you were gold to do something else. And all of a sudden it's, it's a life change. And it, I'm sure for other people to do that, it's really scary to mm. do that. That's what you wanted to do. And all of a sudden, and, and same it thing. Was- and I would say what was even scarier than that is, you know, after having a pretty successful, you know, career after, after 10 years after leaving, getting out of school and then leaving that to do what we're doing now, which we just did a couple of <laughs> right? years ago. Yeah. 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 You're we like, are we really, you know, cause we got to a point where, you know, and I guess backing up a little bit, you know, we started our blog, we started, we started an Instagram account at the same time as the blog yeah. and it got, you know, people started reading it and Brown started running it and people started following us on Instagram. And, you know, we developed a little local, you know, it was very, it was kind of like local because it was very Brooklyn centric. centric. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's become more than that now, but it definitely, and it's still very much so even, even now. Um, but it, it went really well and people would, you know, ask us questions and we'd help answer questions and we shared everything about our entire experience of our renovation. And we learned so much through the process. And, um, you know, we, we really got to the point where we felt like we could really kind of like help people through the process. And at yeah. the same time, so many people were reaching out to us, asking questions all the time. And we would email them back and we would we would give them referrals for architects and general contractors and help mm-hmm. answer questions about what we did and what we think they should do. And sometimes people would reach out to us and really they would seem like they needed help. Like the subject of the email would literally be, please help. Because <laughs> yeah. they had no idea help. to do. Yeah. Help. Yeah. They had no idea what to do, where to go, how to find an architect, how to find a general contractor, how to, sure. you know, maybe they just bought a place that needed renovations and they, they literally have no idea what to do, where to start. They're completely lost. Um, yeah. And so some of those people that, that reached out to us like that, we asked, you know, we, would you like us to 
to help you do it. Because at that point, we were like, we know how to, we can do this. We just did it. We can absolutely help somebody through this process. Yeah, and you've been doing it for free. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's time to get paid for it. Yeah, now. Right. <laughs> actually, we were paying because we were, pay, we were paying for renovations. So we were actually paying a lot of money at that point. Yeah. But, <laughs> But, uh, you know, we got our first client that way. And, of course, they knew that we've never done it for anyone else before. We only did it for ourselves. And this is going to be a big experiment for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and that went pretty well. I mean, we got through it. We have a beautiful house. And, yeah, no, it's a stunning house. Yeah. And it's like a yeah, it's beautiful. It really is. And, like, yeah. it's a full circle moment <clears throat> because I really, truly believe the software sales job that you did for 10 years. And we were really good is also super important and you can utilize so many of those skills that is necessary in the renovation role because something I'm not good at is the numbers. And, okay. you know, and like, it's all a bit about making your margins and making sure that you are getting paid properly. And, you know, and Barry is really good at that. So mm -hmm. it's this kind of like full circle moment that I think we are utilizing stuff that we've done in our past lives, our past careers. And moving forward with in our own our new careers as brownstone boys yeah yeah no that's awesome so when you guys move into the new place you're sitting there and you're deciding what's the first project what was it in so, our in our current place yeah oh i mean our play our place was a big project so actually our like... first project was the wood stripping oh like that's first, uh, okay Hey. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. So we have like this beautiful wood in our house, all oak, and we walked in, and it was just covered in layers and layers and layers. Is it a paint? Oh yeah. Yeah. Paint. Yeah. Oh my God. Isn't that something? Every color, yep. rainbow. It was definitely <laughs> on our windows, our staircase. So we spent the first day that we literally got the house over, and we stripped the shutter, and we saw the potential of all of the wood. But we were looking around, just seeing how much wood there was. So, yeah. Fortunately, we were able to do that work before we got the actual permits. So, okay. um, I mean, it actually worked out well at the time. But that was our first project in the house. And Stripping, wow, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah man. that's <laughs> tedious. I'd rather do a bathroom or a kitchen. It looks like a murder scene when it's you know yeah. such a mess. It's crazy. Yeah. But the the detail that we saw come out in the wood, you know, like you couldn't see like the florets and all of the little pieces of molding and trim that were on the banister and the newel post, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. the shutters are now work. They were like, they were like painted shut and painted in the, um, you know, next to the windows. So when we saw the detail come out in the wood though, like we knew that we're like, wow, this is going to be amazing. It's worth it. And we yeah. didn't, yeah. At that point, we, we actually thought we were removing all the globby paint to repaint it. Um, before we started, but once we were, yeah. finished, we were like, oh, there's no way we can paint this. This is this is too beautiful to even put paint on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and a lot of work for sure. My God. So did you use um? Did you use like a liquid stripper? We did. You... Yeah, it was a chemical that I, I don't think we should say on air. <laughs> that's fine, but you wore a hazmat suit. Yeah, yes. wear ventilation. Yes. ventilation. Oh yeah. People learned a lot since then. And... Yeah, we were amateur back then. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we. That's how we learned. Fried a few yeah. brain cells, I'm sure, <laughs> well, in the process. Hey, that's why we all have a little extra. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm gonna go back to software. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that's fascinating, though, too. You know, um, what you guys do, and it's just like the journey that you've been taking is just like, well, let's see what else it's, life is gonna bring us here. You know, you you jump from a bakery to all of a sudden, look at you. You know, you're 
look where you are. So you look back at it and go, man, you never know what's coming around the corner. You know, I'm very happy for you guys. You know, you guys found each other. As anybody does with a new career. And I think it's just, you know, so many learning lessons. And we, the renovation industry is quite tough and challenging. And it's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And your days are ups and downs. And fortunately, the ups in like that final moment or that HDTV moment that everybody dreams of that uh-huh. isn't reality, folks. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's just um, at the end of the day, it is rewarding. It's just, oh, man, a ride to get there. So, and yeah, you guys are 100% right that, you know, everything in New York City is an extra layer or five to get to get mm-hmm. something done, you know, to get to get debris removed from a, a job site. You know, everything is more expensive. You know, the yeah. contractors factor in parking, like parking tickets and, like, oh. you know, oh, really? it's just built into the price. And it, it's just it's it's a challenging place to do what we do. Um, I, I can't add, imagine. That's the excitement. Yeah, Dude. I, I couldn't imagine. Doing sure. that. No way. <laughs> oh, my God. So how did, how did the pandemic uh, affect you guys? Did it affect you at all or? You know what? We got busier because of the pandemic. Yeah. It was, know, isn't uh, that crazy? Yeah. So surreal. But I mean, everybody is at home and everyone's thinking about what they can change with their space. And it's yep. really, yep. I mean, it's kind of incredible what the pandemic has done to this industry. I mean, and you guys mm-hmm. know the pricing now of, everything lumber it's just skyrocket yeah. it's a little bit chaotic right now so it is so let's let's just share this let's fine. let's share this for a second one second i don't know what it costs for you but you know what you know what a sheet of plywood costs here in connecticut what half inch cdx what is how much ninety six dollars <laughs> oh my Ooh. goodness i have an actual piece of plywood it's probably this. It's it, it, we're probably playing exactly. the same thing here. We're yeah, not too far I think away, we're but about the same last check. Yeah. yeah, but it's crazy. It really is, and it's you know, it definitely is. It's it's tough to even because one of the things that we do with clients is help try to help them understand what the scope of work should be and what their budget should even be going into bing, it. Bing, boom, right there, yeah. boom. What's your budget? That's yeah, what we ask yeah. You all the time. So you have to. What's your budget? Because they. Even when people move into a new home, okay, so you have the pandemic. People want to do stuff around the house. They're just like, <clears throat> open the checkbook. Let's go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Hit, pump the brakes a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? And they have no idea. All of a sudden, they're a quarter of the way into the project and like, oh, my God, I can't believe how much money I just spent. Mm-hmm. You're not even there yet. You're not yeah. even halfway there yet. That's, That's one sure. thing that we educate. You do, you do it, and we do it. The same thing. Oh. Try to educate yeah. them on that. It's great. And I think people really need this information before they take on a renovation, let alone a historical renovation where problems are just, you open up the wall and demo comes out and things could drastically change. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and the more that they have that prepped in their mindset and the more that they, even if we have to go super high at first with the numbers, it's mm-hmm. better to always pull back. Um, but it, it's just this parallel of just making sure that enough information is properly translated over to the clients. Right. But, but the, the way that the, all this stuff is changing so quickly and the price of materials just keeps going up. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to even, you know, give them, give them an estimate to give them some right. kind of idea because it changes so quickly. And by the time we start the work, you know, when, when, when we first start talk with a client, we're, we're months away 
from demo because we have mm-hmm. you know, we have to get architecture done, we have to get design done, we have to go through city approvals, which is as fun as it sounds. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But and then you know, and then months later, the the price of everything has gone up. You know, so it's yeah. it's 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 kind of tough to to pinpoint it. Yeah, and I don't know if you experienced the same thing, but you know, around here too, there's some old houses, and everybody's like, you know, well, we may find something because it's an old house, and it's like, well, it's not necessarily just the fact that you know of how it was built; it's all the people that have touched it since it was built, you know, that the people have hired, people have tried to do on their own, and you open up the wall, and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe somebody tried to do this. Yeah. So, oh. and that you can't tell, you know. I think what you guys should do if you ever want to come to Connecticut. You have Don't. to come and see, you have to come and see my new house because you'd be like, wow! Because we have five fireplaces wow. in the house, oh. and uh, one, two, three, three of them are behind the wall. They just covered over them, so oh they're still God. there. Yeah. Um, when we did the when we did the inspection on the house on the beams, he goes, uh, yeah, you had some post beetle damage in the 1800s, and that's it. Ever since then, there's really, really good bones in the beams wow. and everything else. The floors are flat inside. Wow, the floors open and closed. The molding <laughs> is great. It's it's like an, it's amazing. But outside, yeesh, people just get they were so afraid because it needs a paint okay. job and the chimney yeah. needs to be pointed. But I'm good, man. You really can't. please come to Connecticut. <laughs> come and see the house. I'll get you a cup of hot cider. They'll have a good stuff. We'll be there. Stay, I mean, stay away from Connecticut. Kind of the dream. So we'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really, really. To see it. I mean, that's what we live for. Is like going into a place that's you know falling apart, but it has beautiful you know plaster moldings and woodwork to strip and a banister and all the marble fireplaces and medallions on the ceiling and it's mm-hmm. a lot of we're storing all that stuff but there's so much to work with and that's what we we love to do uh, yeah but that's 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 amazing that sounds great we would love to take a look hey <laughs> you're invited nice. you're invited just make sure he's already moved in because he keeps trying to get people to help him move in so yeah I might be suckering you guys into that yeah my girlfriend jane's gonna be like who's coming yeah oh who are these people oh what oh <laughs> Well, I'm sure you guys are finally getting some uh, much-deserved rest. You guys have been doing the one-room challenge. Yeah, we so, just yeah. completed the one-room challenge, and it feels good to be done. And also, we have a finished basement, which we never, ever thought was going to be possible. And a nice job on it, by the way, guys. It looks Thank great. You. There's definitely You're motivation welcome. to get it done in yeah. eight weeks. We, yeah, we used every single day of those eight weeks, but I bet you did. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard, like, you know, just trying to get everybody scheduled right behind each other so you're not losing time. But, you know, when you're on a crunch like that for a project that size, too, you know, yeah. it's a crazy thing with materials. You know, no, but it feels super good to be done and it really did turn out beautiful. So thank you. That means a lot. You're welcome. Yep. Yeah, no. Tell everybody what you guys did to your basement because it was just yeah. a storage area before. So it was. It was a hot mess storage area. <laughs> down there because we're like, one day we're gonna get to this. <laughs> Everything was exposed. You know, like foundation walls were exposed, pipes and wires and the ceiling, the collar, the you know, the structural columns and the beam. Dead cockroaches everywhere. I mean, it was like your, nice. you know, your scary. Basement. basement you know yeah. you, you don't want to spend yeah. a lot of time down there it's yeah. no fun at all but mm-hmm. now we turned it we did turn it into we call it the speakeasy workroom and the story mm-hmm. that <laughs> our design aesthetic we wanted like a vintage new york city kind of theme to it like one of those 1920 speakeasies that you really don't know what's behind the door 
Um, but we're utilizing it as our workroom. So, you know, we go down there, we are hopeful to have clients down there as soon as everyone's comfortable going in each other's homes again, which they will be. Um, yeah. Going down there, we have a huge work table about nine feet um, that we can sit down, pull samples. We have an entire wall of cabinetry now. Um, nice. Just pull our samples out and kind of ideate the plans down in our basement. And we, we went with a speakeasy theme because it is a cellar space. There's no windows, there's no natural light. And so instead of fighting that and trying to make it, you know, seem like a room that, you know, should be in our living room, um, we, we, we went with that theme that, that fit with not having windows, you know. And we also built in some, some kind of cool features that hopefully give it the impression that there's a, a world beyond it. So we have like a, a pane of stained glass that we backlit. Um, that's on. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's beautiful, by nice. the way. Yeah, that was really nice. Came out really, really nice. The crazy story about that stained glass is we actually found that at one, we were looking for months and months, we couldn't find one. And one of our renovation projects, the couple, the homeowners, were going to get rid of that original stained glass that was in the home. And we mm. saw the trash pile, and we're like, I mean, for me, <laughs> Barry didn't want it at first. It was oh, like, okay. that, that is our piece of stained glass right there. And <laughs> I convinced him, put it in, and now it's like we couldn't dream of the space without it. It's just perfect. Yeah, it came yeah. up. And we have some other win like vintage windows in the space. And so, you know, hopefully you, you don't miss the fact that there's no natural light when you're down there because it feels it feels like it should. You know, it yeah. feels like a speakeasy. Right. It feels like a space that you should be in that's cozy and warm and, and doesn't, doesn't necessarily need natural light because of what it is. Yeah. Right. And I love the laundry room too, by the way. And then there's the laundry room. That is yeah. the opposite of the speakeasy, but it's yeah. it kind of is the speakeasy within the speakeasy. And our laundry room is a tribute to RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm uh, not expecting the listening crowd out there to know what that is, but it's a fabulous <laughs> drag queen show that everyone should just laugh and watch it. It's great. But yeah, um, I, yeah. I'd say you probably have the only laundry room with a disco ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fun though. You know, it's bright pink on the walls and some purple yep. on the floors, and you know, we have a neon sign in there, and it's just it's super fun. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people really like it, and especially a lot of people who don't know the show, aren't familiar with it, don't know the reference, they just think it's cool and yeah. crazy and love it I'll just, there's know. a really small percentage of people out there that enjoy doing laundry i mean, I happen to be one of those i love doing laundry but now wow. like the space just motivates anybody <laughs> to like just have fun and do laundry yeah absolutely <laughs> no drugs were involved in creating the laundry <laughs> <laughs> true word <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> uh, so you guys gonna do it in the fall again or no <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, Maybe, you know, yeah. we'll see. Maybe. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. But I mean, we're still recovering. From yeah, that. yeah. That's oh, I, I'm, yeah. Uh huh. It was sure. really good, as Barry said. It's the best motivation to get a space done because yeah. you do have the time period. So, if anybody's out there listening, highly recommend doing it as a guest, and yeah. then you know you can be selected to do the feature designers, which was really an honor to be part of. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah, there's what twenty of you, wasn't there? Something like that. Yeah. Just twenty. Yeah, so that's, that's great. The 20 features designer. And we actually just met one of our neighbors. Uh, she, she was also a feature designer who lives in Brooklyn. Oh, cool. Neighborhoods over. And she came over, and it was just so, it was really nice. There's another sense of community in the whole entire challenge, and everyone's just supporting each other. So the name is a little misleading because everyone's like, oh, did you guys win? But 
It really is just a supportive group effort of everybody trying to complete a space in eight weeks. Yeah, the challenge is getting it done in eight weeks. Yep. <laughs> right. If yeah, you, yeah. you win, you win. Everyone wins if they get there. Yep. So, so what rooms do you have left to do in the house? Anything that you could even do in your house? We're, well, we're, we're, it's funny. We're actually, you know, redoing things just because, okay. why, you know, <laughs> keep, keep changing it up. So we're actually redoing our entire like living room space. We actually we could do that as a one room challenge, yeah. and it would be a little easier because we, and, and I think we deserve that a little bit because we picked a really challenging space. You know, yes. like we we built an entire floor of our house in our one in yes. our room challenge. Where other people are like, you know, not to discount what they did because they did amazing work. They did one little space, a pantry, you know, like some like small room that you can actually get done in eight weeks. Right. Um, but we 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 had it. We were really hard on ourselves the first time. So maybe if we do it in the fall, we'll be easy on ourselves. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and pick a space that we don't have to build walls in. It's kind of the story <laughs> of our life. You know, we go. We go big, <laughs> go big. There you go. That's Why right. You one renovation when you can have eight renovations yeah. in New York City. <laughs> in New York City, of course. It's yeah. amazing that you guys can get along in doing a project like right. that I because know. it's just like you know, hey, we just finished this room. What do you say we redo it in about four months? <laughs> let's just high five. Let's go. Yeah, that's sure. Nuts. That's you know, wow. Yeah. I get I get upset with Jane when she goes, you know the rug? Uh, I want to change the rug. I want the rug to go the other way. And I'm like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> we have those fights, too. Oh, yeah, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, good. All right. It's we good all to know. know. Yes. Good. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> so I first uh, got to know about you guys. I was uh, up on an early Saturday and was watching you guys, or either Saturday or Sunday, and you guys were on Good Morning America. So you guys did a awesome job for an appearance and after i saw it i told my producer i'm like we got to get these guys on the show so yeah that must have been fun it was oh, nice. live TV i was to say yeah did you sleep no. the night before because i wouldn't have <laughs> i and we we actually have done good morning america now twice and i thought twice, the I, second time, I thought the second time i was like oh we did it already like we totally understand the whole thing it's you know yeah, I I thought it was going to be better, but I feel like it was worse. <laughs> <laughs> we were really scared. I mean, it was, it's we, so crazy. Yeah, it's just a whole different world for us, and it was learning. Yeah. It was a lot of fun to be part of, but live television is just so stressful. And I mean, extremely stressful. Yeah. Yeah, and they make you get up super early and make sure everything's working, and then you're just sitting there for like two hours waiting for your twenty seconds of live t TV for us. Two. Two hours. I was on the Joan London show in 1991. <laughs> oh I got there at 7 a.m. I didn't get on the show till 4:30. Oh. All I had was bagel and some freaking crudités. <laughs> I was lit by the time <laughs> four o'clock came. You're on. No, I'm not. <laughs> I had it. Jeez. Oh but you had to get, let me guess. You had to get there at like three o'clock in the morning, right? Well, this was during the pandemic, so you guys were you guys were remote. It came to us. So That's our right. first one, we were on Zoom, and that was yep. like obviously stressful, just making sure the audio works, yeah, and that sure. they doing everything. And then the second time, they sent out a camera crew. Yeah, but they didn't want to send out the producers because of the whole COVID thing protocol, yeah. so they wanted to limit it. But they showed up, like you said, at four o'clock in the morning. And we like filmed at eight twenty for three seconds, and <laughs> even though they sent out the team, the audio cut out halfway through our twenty seconds. So we had no 
fortunately, we knew the questions that they were going to ask us. So we kind of just played it into like, Good oh, they're going to ask us this. But mm -hmm. surprisingly enough, you 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 couldn't tell. Like we were like, after it was done, we're like, wow, was that just a total disaster? Because <laughs> we couldn't hear anything they were saying. Yeah. But you couldn't tell except for that we, we said it at one point. We were like, oh, we can't hear you. But, you know, and we just kind mm -hmm. of carried on. Other than that, you would—I don't think you would have known. It worked. No. Cool. No, I saw both both of you guys' appearances, and you guys were very relaxed. You know, you came across well on on camera. So, good for you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. And how did that come about? Did they like follow your blog or something, or Instagram? We get a we get a lot of stuff now from Instagram and just people who follow and reach out. We do a lot of videos, and we have a YouTube channel also. Yeah. So, you know, I guess some, like mm. one of the producers saw a video either on Instagram or YouTube or something and reached out and said they wanted to have us on. And then they asked us to come back a second time. Nice. So, yeah. And it's fun. Like, you know, we, we have our, that we love to, you know, make ourselves as crazy and, you know, hair on fire <laughs> all the time as possible. So we have yep. our 11 renovations, if you count all the ones that are in architecture and design and the ones that are currently under construction. Wow. And we, we, too, we do as much stuff like that as we can, too, because we also enjoy that. And it's, it's really yeah. fun, too. So um, we've done a few TV things and we do some, you know, whenever a magazine or something reaches out for a quote, we love to do that. And obviously podcasts sitting Podcast. here with you right yeah. now. Right. Yeah. Right, studs, right, right. right in. It's studs. You went to studs. Today. I mean, obviously, we're your favorite podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know that's why they're on. Right, I know. exactly. Right. You know, they we, they we, never we miss a week. We shifted our time around <laughs> yeah. on the show. Yep. Number four, you know, for your Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you guys gotten noticed after being on TV? Like any uh, celebrity type uh, encounters? We uh, we got a, a like on Instagram from Joanna Gaines, so that was really oh cool. That's there cool. Yeah, that, she's, she slipped into our DMs a few times. Yeah, she's all right. Um, we get recognized every once in a while. I mean, know, in, Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, it's just very you know, it's the community, and yeah, we do a lot of homes in Brooklyn. So yeah, we're getting recognized a little bit in Brooklyn, and yeah, but other than cool. that, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. How do you guys sleep? You sleep good at night? You take your magnesium before you go to bed? Because I have to take magnesium. Because, you know, usually like, like, yeah, like three o'clock in the morning, if I don't, like three o'clock in the morning, I roll over and there's a whole list of people going, hey, by the way, while you were sleeping, we were thinking, maybe you should try doing like that. And I would, I would, yeah, I had the whole conversation going on from three o'clock in the morning till sometimes till 530, you know. That's definitely, that happens to us. I mean, we try, but there's some, it depends what's going on. There's definitely some, yeah. you wake up in the middle of the night and there are like all the lists of all the things you have to do and the people you have to get back to and the millions of little yeah. details you have to keep track of and every project run, start running through your head. So yeah, yeah. We, we struggle sometimes with that. Yeah. 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 Well, we try to, uh, at some point, you know, during the day, at the end of the day, usually just shut down for a couple hours. You got to, you mm -hmm. know, just shut down and be with the one that you want to be with and just, you know, chill out and just try to clear your head. Cause you, we all need that, you know, as, as we speak, you really got it. We got it. Cause you're going full bore. We're going full bore. Mm -hmm. You got to have some kind of balance or you're going to burn out, you know, yeah. and enjoy the ride at the same time, which we're all doing. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, I've been doing this for about 15 years, 
15, 16 years. And I just recently switched, like, no more notifications on my phone for email. No more notifications, you know, after a certain time, you know, I put the phone on vibrate and I just, I just shut off. And I just tell all my customers, listen, you know, as of seven o'clock, that's it. You know, you can get me in the morning. I'm happy to answer you, but not at, not at eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night. I mean, it's just, and some people just don't have those boundaries. So yeah, it makes it very, very difficult. What does the Pope do? Right. <laughs> Pope's got to take some time off. Right. Right. He's got to at least be a, Hey, I'm going to go pray. <laughs> they think I'm praying. I'm not really praying. Right. Like, hey, let's a while. Close the yeah. curtain. Close the curtain, would you? Okay. You don't think he answers texts and emails while he's praying? He no? All right. No, I don't think he <laughs> So having done this for 15 years, what advice do you give to us who were just getting started? We're, kinda? we're, we're only two years in. But I really like so, that about turning off the notifications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're talking to a guy who's in a state that he can't stand, and <laughs> <He's> like <Connecticut. laughs> I just want yeah. to get out of here. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no. Um, you know, for 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 me, it was a huge deal to just you know shut off the phones and and do that sort of thing and tell customers, listen, weekends, I'm sorry, you know, I'm just not going to return your call. You know, there was a day before cell phones existed, and you know, you couldn't reach certain people. You know after five o'clock on Friday and you reached them at eight o'clock in the morning on Monday and you were fine with that. You know, that's just, there's a lot of entitlement, you know, I think in recent years uh, we've seen a change in it, you know, up here anyways, I don't know about you guys too, but you know, people just haven't been as nice as they used to be. Um, I remember, yeah, you know, back in the day, it was just so much fun. You know, people were just great high fives and everything else. And, you know, it's it's the culture's changed. It's, quite it's a, a bit. different time now. It, it is. is right now. Maybe maybe when all this thing kind of like settles down. Yeah. But I find like, you know, I've been in I've been in the business, too. We kind of started at the same time. Um, we've known each other for, for almost 30 years, 30 now, years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. obviously, I was really young when I met him. He was you know, <laughs> older. <so. laughs> He yeah. ba- he babysat me, yeah. but that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna keep it a clean yeah. show. We'll keep it a clean show, Colin. Okay. Keep it because yeah. right. show. We're gonna right. keep it clean. Right. Yeah. No, but I I I find now at my age and doing it, there is a time I have to make the shift every day. I got to shift to a point where I need to be loving. I need to walk in the grass with my bare feet in the morning or at some point. And acknowledge how lucky I am and what I have. And that, so I'm not caught up in it all the time. Because when you get so caught up in it, as a matter of fact, and I'll never forget this, Rosie O'Donnell said in an interview one time, she struggled and worked so hard to get to the top. And when she got there, she was like, oh, my God, I never, I never looked over my shoulder, looked behind me on where I was going. And what I was seeing on the way up. And what you guys are doing, see, it's a little different for, for Colin and I to see what you're doing. You know, we're, we're seeing your moments. We see your moments more than you see them, right? Whether we see you on TV or whatever. But there's a, there are moments between you two where you could stop and go, oh, my God, look at this. Look what we're doing. Hey, let's just clink a glass, have a drink. Kick back, <laughs> have some laughs. Let's call Jimmy and Colin and laugh a little more. You know, what we're I mean? never gonna hear from that again. <laughs> yeah, just get get out of the zone for a while because when you come back, you come back even stronger. You come back healthier. You come back with more original ideas. You just come back with like, 
oh my God, RuPaul's got nothing on me now. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, she's just great, but yeah. <laughs> We're not going to argue. really good. I mean, that's probably the best advice we could possibly get yeah, because is. that's that's what we struggle with the most, you know, not necessarily figuring out, you know, the the specific problems that we work on every day. It's dealing yeah. with the overload of, you know, having too many things going on at once and too many people needing something all at once and feeling like you have to get back to people too quickly and working on the weekends and in and, and, and the evenings and not giving yourself that time to recoup. So that's actually probably the best advice we could get. Um, more yeah, and I will say, though, you know, on, on a weekend, you know, there, if it's especially if it's a rainy day or something, like that, I will come into the office and do paperwork and stuff like that. So, you know, obviously, you, you know, you live a busy life. Um, you know, you're going to have to you know, make some time to make sure you can get to everything that you're trying to take on. But, you know, there's got to be that point, like Jimmy says, where you just kind of back away, you know, from the from the contact with the customer just to you know, get that little buffer for for a short period of time, whatever it is, whether it's just overnight or, you know, over the weekend. So we all the four of us right now, what we do is very, very emotional. Besides creative, we're so emotional in what we do. Every everything that we calculate, everything that we're gonna do, the outcome, we we want it to be great. We want it to be perfect. We want everybody to be happy. And sometimes you just can't do that. I mean, and there there are roadblocks. And then I just I just heard this the other day. It was a professor and he was talking about you know, when you're when you're struggling or when you're studying or or you're trying to achieve and all of a sudden you 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 feel yourself getting really tired. He goes, stop because you're spinning your wheels in the mud. Take a half hour. It's still going to be there. Take the half hour. Take the break. Go relax for a little bit. Come back. and You're going to attack it from a different angle. And the answer will be there. It'll happen, you know, and that's one thing that because of the pandemic and because we're in, and I've, I've had to counsel quite a few contractors because I told them, I says, dude, what do you want to do? Do you want to disappoint a customer or piss them off? I said, don't piss them off. Do the quality work that God intended you to do, right? You cannot please everybody. You need to take, take your time, take a step back, and then go at it again and just go at it again, and, and everything will be fine. It'll still be there. You know, if you drop dead tomorrow, someone's right there to take your place. There's no time that's going to be lost, right? Enjoy the moment. And that's something that we're, a lot of us, that, that with the universe, the people, I don't mean to get deep here, but no, I'm boy. just trying to say, people are missing the point. We're all missing the point, you know? And I try not to miss that point at all, every day. Yeah. I'm very thankful for what I have, very. Yeah. You know, especially for you guys, too, because of everything that's going on for you and, you know, obviously you're you're talented guys as well uh people will wait for you you know you don't have to take them all on at once you know they will wait you know mm -hmm. somebody somebody would be like yeah i'll wait a year i'll wait two years to get these guys to do my brownstone so that's you know you've got that please. that quality we've actually that's one of the things that we learned we have learned because we did not know mm -hmm. that at first we you know we were yep. like, if someone comes to us and wants to hire mm -hmm. us how could we say no i mean we're you know we're in the first yep. year of starting a business and right. now, that, you know, now that we're a couple of years in, we've learned that that we can say no. And so mm -hmm. we have started saying no. And we have seen that we've actually seen exactly what you just said. We're like, oh, yeah. no, sorry, we have too many projects right now. We're not really looking at any new projects for, you know, this amount of time, whatever it may be. Maybe mm -hmm. it, it, has, it has been next year. And we have heard a lot of, oh, next year sounds great. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll wait. For yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I guess now we have a project lined up for next year. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. Good. Which, which is great. It is Fair great. Enough. To your point also, you know, we, just like you, our clients are our extended family in a way. We fight with yes. them. We, we only <laughs> want to make them happy. And those times that they're upset, we're very upset. And, you know, some crying is involved. And it's an emotional experience renovating. Especially when you're putting every dollar you have into a project. And, you know, we work with first-time homeowners and new families and people buying for the first time. So, I mean, we're talking some heightened emotion going on throughout the process. We really experience them different ways than I think even their closest friends get to know them. Um, Correct. They really are our extended family. Um, Yeah, so everything you said is so helpful. And, yeah, just putting it all together. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you guys do great stuff. Yeah, you do. You, you really do. do. You do great stuff. Um, Hopefully, I'll see you on Good Morning America again soon. Yeah. Give us a plug, will you? Like to yeah. see you. Yeah. By the way, the, behind the what? What was it? Who? Who? Hey, we're hanging out with our buds, Jimmy and Colin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're our pros for life, right? right Absolutely. Right. Yes. This has been a great show. Yeah, it has been a great show. We really do appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy schedule to to join us on our big anniversary show here. So, thank you. Congratulations. Happy yeah, anniversary. Congrats again. Thank Thanks you. We enjoyed it. And to find you guys, it's the brownstoneboys.com and then on Instagram, brownstoneboys, right? You got it. That's right. All right. Perfect. Make sure you guys pay attention, see the stuff that they're doing. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And I'll be in touch with you about my house. You're going to know. You're going to, I'll send you pictures. Road trip. Send, <laughs> yeah. There you here. go. Here's my chimney. <laughs> what do you think of my chimney? <laughs> my fireplace. <laughs> you guys know how to block things from your phone and, and Actually, right? Oh, you know what? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I do, I do want you to come out because I'll tell you why. Oh, boy. The reason why we bought this house, the reason why, because I, I want to add this to the show. Maybe this might work because we're doing this. You're involved. Don't worry. <laughs> you're involved. That's fine. That's Don't fine. worry. I'm good. So the reason why, one of the reasons why we bought the house is because the back of the house, and I'll I'll show, I'll send you the pictures. Uh, I think you're gonna love this. The, it has a um, it has a brick like patio that's elevated about a foot and a half off the ground. Um, it's it's a little bit disrepair, but we want to do. It's got a roof over it with um, pillars and everything else. Want to enclose that and make that into a room off the kitchen. Because we have a ten foot by that ten foot by five uh, English writing table uh, that that Jane oh it was a pain in the ass getting in the house it's <laughs> going to be a pain in the ass getting it out of the house too that's that's a very funny story but we want to incorporate that table into that room so after the show is over I'll as we get along and we stay connected I'll send you pictures you may want to do the road trip to see this and go you may have some great ideas for me yeah you know? of course uh, that sounds absolutely. beautiful. Yeah, very cool. I'll stay with that. Yeah, okay. All right, we're on then. He, he bitches about that table often. Oh, dude. <laughs> very, we don't have time on the show, but when I tell you the story, you will laugh your ass off because it's a very, very funny story. I, I brought that table in by myself and my buddy Ron, who paints with me, who just got over heart surgery. And he's like, how the hell? I go, all you just got to do is hit it with your hip. I'll take it from here. And I got it in the house by a quarter of an inch. Well, I'll tell you all about it later. <laughs> and it has to come in that room for sure. Yeah. Awesome. There you go. That's great. Super. All right, guys. All right. Thanks again. Really appreciate it. Best of luck to you guys yes. in the future. 
And uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks. thanks. Thanks for a cool uh, first three seasons, and we uh, hope to see many, more, many, 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 more. many, many, many more. That'd be great. All right, all right, guys. See you next all week. Right, guys. Thank you so much. Bye.